there are some stories we just don't tell. And yet what seemingly is too terrible to talk about is sometimes exactly what people need to hear. Hi, I'm Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Most people have heard the term human trafficking. Elizabeth works with Sin Relief in Southeast Asia, and the young people she's gotten to know have stories that typically we just don't tell. But Elizabeth says the world needs to hear these stories, not because they're emotional or dramatic, but because when God's people are moved to respond, these stories can become stories of hope. A warning, some of the material in this episode is sensitive and may not be suitable for young ears. Please listen first before sharing with your children. Her mother passed away very young. Her father was not really in the picture, even from her infancy. And so she was raised pretty much by her grandmother through her own rebellion, left school at a young age, moved to the big city, uh, met a guy, got pregnant. There are places in the world where the wrong way sometimes feels like the only way. So had her child at 16, and then suddenly she's in this position of, okay, my son, I need to help support my son. I can't do it on my own. The, the father left, as is very typical in this culture. This is a story about a place like that. And so she took her son back with her grandmother, and they were living there together for a while, until a, a neighbor came and said, oh, I know of this great job in the major city. You can come and do that job. And once she found out the kind of work it was, she really could have left. But those family pressures back at home, I need to support my son, I need to support my grandmother. How will I do that? So she chose to, to begin sex work. This is Elizabeth Amata a Send Relief partner in Southeast Asia. Elizabeth helps women escape the sex industry that is so rampant in this region of the world. Prostitution is about the only way to make a lot of money to be able to send back and to support multiple family members. So the women, we would say they're voluntarily in that life, but it's their systematic factors that drive them into it. Stories of Hope is a podcast about pioneers, partners, and missionaries across the globe who are meeting physical needs of hurting communities and sharing Christ's love as they go. In this episode, God sent Elizabeth to one of those places where the wrong way sometimes seems like the only way. Now, she fights trafficking right at its source. This is episode number 77, Shutting Down the Human Pipeline. Prostitution is really very generational. The demand increased greatly. Western customers came in looking for women and increased the demand. And the people of the country saw the opportunity to make lots of money from it. And the land has become quite dependent 
upon this as an industry. It's actually a very large portion of their uh, gross domestic product. It has a huge economic impact. In Elizabeth's region of Southeast Asia, prostitution of both men and women is prominent and considered an occupation. However, the number of women who are being exploited is much greater, and there are lots of reasons for this. There are many gray areas. It's a lot more complex in my part of the world. There's typically not one person, a pimp, standing over most of the women that I work with. It's more of a systematic effect, and the main pimp they have is poverty. Unfortunately, another one of the major contributing factors coercing these young women into selling their bodies is religion. In their religion, boys can go and spend a period of time as a monk and can do good deeds, and this earns merit for their parents to live a better life in the next life. They do believe in reincarnation. The girls cannot do that, and so the family obligation on the girl is typically helping to provide financially for the family. In particular, the oldest daughters in the culture feel that pressure a great deal. There is supply, and then there is demand. In Elizabeth's world, customers are most often businessmen from the West. Every year, tens of thousands of them travel from North America and Europe to Southeast Asia because this is where they can most easily find a prostitute of their choosing. All Westerners who come there looking for this industry know exactly where to go. You can find it on the internet, it's very easy. So in the rural areas, I think a lot of time the families like to stick their head in the sand. They see their neighbor whose daughter went to a major city and is now sending back lots of money. They don't like to admit the reason why she has that amount of money. It is these young girls that Send Relief and partners like Elizabeth are trying to help. They've discovered creative and surprising ways to protect young people who are at risk. COVID has actually been shockingly an unexpected blessing. Back when it first started, the government in my country shut down all of the entertainment venues where most of my women work. So they were desperate. And so we launched a project through the funding of Send Relief, which we're so grateful for. And we went to distribute food to the women and their families. We got to share the gospel with over 80 people. We saw eight come to faith. We connected some of those with local churches. It was just a privilege. And then two of those who came to faith actually came to join us in our job training program for women that seeks to bring women out of that life. It was through this Send Relief project that Elizabeth came to know the woman she described earlier. That woman chose to leave the sex industry and follow Christ. But her decision to do so was hard, harder even than you might think. She's told me it took about a year to walk away from it completely. She was still 
really addicted to the affirmation that she got from men. She was addicted to the sex. She was addicted to drugs. She was addicted to the money. And so the Lord really had to do a work in her life over time. But now, I tell you, it, the story in Luke 7 of the woman that washes Jesus' feet with her tears and dries them with her hair, that's my national partner. She's got that kind of joy in worshiping Jesus, just genuine, authentic Jesus, I know what you've done for me and taken away, you know, what you've cleaned me of, cleansed me of. And her worship of the Lord is very deep. She loves to share the gospel with people because she knows. She knows what the gospel's done for her and what it can do for them. This is not a story then about a place where the wrong way sometimes seems like the only way. This is a story about a place where every woman and every man will hopefully one day see that God's way is the best way. Our enemy has a hold on people. I would pray for the men, honestly, whether they're customers, and that sounds unusual to say to pray for them, but the Lord very clearly spoke to me and he said, don't you think the men are in bondage too? And they are. There are reasons that men go to women like this and and do the things that they do. So pray for release from the bondage of sin for the men who are the customers. Pray for the traffickers. The gospel is big enough to change their hearts as well. So he can certainly change the heart of a human trafficker. If you'd like practical tips on how you and your church can join Sin Relief Partners like Elizabeth and help rescue people who've been trafficked, visit us online at sinrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you've liked what you've heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. This is Bryant Wright with Sin Relief. Join me in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.